Brad and Glenda Pius. Thank you so much for sewing into Morning Drive Bible. Without your commitment and support, this initiative couldn't come to fruition. Good morning from Jerusalem. My name is David Nekrutman. My name is Scott Kahn. And welcome to Morning Drive Bible. Da 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 da. Yes, Scott Kahn, Hawaii 5 0. David, you are referencing my former life as an actor, a famous star, a hunk. I'm all those things, but now I'm also a podcaster. The height of my career, I get to sit here with you and talk about the Bible. I am trying not to laugh right now as he says hunk. Well, I have to tell you something. Luckily, we are fortunate today to be filmed by the great, the wonderful, the unique Shimshon Seligson, the only one in your phone book. He's filming this today so people and listeners can judge for themselves. All you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Morning Drive Bible. You should do it anyway. Like our Facebook page and get access to these videos that Shimshon is taking. We appreciate it, Shimshon. Thank you very much for videoing it. And then all the people will get to see my very impressive physique and decide for themselves. With that, we can continue to talk. David, please stop laughing. This is very unbecoming. (laughs) The fact that I am a well-known bodybuilder, actor, et cetera, should not be a source of another Arnold is here in our room. Can we just talk about the Bible, please? Sure, we can. In our previous podcast, we addressed Eldad Medad's possible prophecy unfolding in the book of Numbers, chapter 11, in the midst of the nation of Israel complaining to Moses, not having enough menu options. And the possible prophecy was Moses was going to die and Joshua was going to lead the Jewish people into the promised land. That prophecy is understandable because it makes sense in the context of the verses. First of all, in the macro context, as you pointed out, the book of Numbers itself seems to be a long discussion about the people rejecting Moses' leadership. In the immediate context, it's about Moses' servant Joshua, as well as the Na'ar, the young man who may very well be Moses' son Gershom, being very upset about this prophecy. So it makes sense to be a prophecy that would make them upset, namely that Moses is going to die and will not fulfill his mission. But there are other traditions, David, in the Jewish tradition about what this prophecy was. One of them is very unusual. The Gog and Mogog prophecy. The story of the end of days. The end of days. Dun, 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 dun. So we have a tradition that this prophecy of Eldad and Medad is them prophesying about the coming of the Messiah and the resurrection of the dead happening after the famous or infamous war of Gogu Magog. This is the war which is described in Ezekiel chapter 38, where two nations warring with each other, two wicked nations, somehow managed to get Israel stuck in the middle, and the end result is the ultimate redemption. Somehow, we're being told, according to this tradition, that Eldad and Medad are prophesying about that at this very seemingly inopportune moment. Scott, take a look at Ezekiel, and you will see a verse that references, or possibly references, Eldad and Medad. Yeah, because if you look at the verses in Numbers, this prophecy of the end of days seems to have nothing to do with what they were saying. Seems. It seems for right now. But we know from Ezekiel, it's possible we can reference this story here. Yes. In fact, in Ezekiel chapter 38, verse 17, right in the middle of the prophecy about Gog and Magog, the verse reads, Thus says the Lord God, Are you the one to whom I spoke in the early days? In the hands of my servants, the prophets of Israel, who are prophesying in those days of the years that I would bring upon you. Now, the word years there seems to be speaking of 
the years of Gog and Magog. However, the original text of the prophets, the Torah, the prophets and the writings, written on parchment, did not have vocalization, no vowels. So words, therefore, are understood to mean a certain thing and read a certain way based on tradition. However, we also have traditions that sometimes words can be read an alternate way. That word for years in Hebrew is shanim, shin, nun, yud, mem. Those are the four letters, shanim, which means years. However, the same word can be read as shnaim, two. And according to this tradition, it can be read both ways, both referring to the years of Gog and Magog and two. Who are the two? The two prophets referenced back in Ezekiel a thousand years earlier to Numbers chapter 11. And that is the source that tells us that perhaps Eldad and Medad were prophesying about the end of days. In our next episode, we'll address how we actually see this in the narrative itself in the book of Numbers. Because it doesn't seem to have anything to do with the story being presented. Correct. My name is David Negrat. My name is Scott Khan. And blessings from Jerusalem. <laughs>